everybody, this is Sarita at Solhenge and delighted to be continuing this series in which I'm speaking to people who have inspired me through their stories of how meditation has changed their lives and what they're doing with it. And today we've got Krista on the show who's writing a book about people and they're predominantly women at the moment, who have cured themselves from Hashimoto's disease. So welcome, Krista. It's really lovely to have you here. Hello. Hello, Sarita. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you so much for joining us. So perhaps we should go back a little bit um, and let our viewers, um, our listeners, um, understand you a little better. So basically, you, you are a journalist and a writer. Is that correct? That's right, yeah. Mm -hmm. So give us a little bit of your sort of history and how you got to this point of writing a book about um, people who've cured themselves. Yeah, I have had Hashimoto's for about, I don't know, five or ten years. And um, I've been a writer and journalist for about 20 years. And this disease just uh, kicked me out of professional life in a way you know i was very tired i had low energy i couldn't concentrate so it was i was self-employed at that time it was difficult to go on with writing and doing my job you know and it was a, a really difficult time with a lot of symptoms and a hard time for five eight years or something like that okay so just to let our listeners know so hashimoto's disease is an autoimmune disease of the thyroid that's so right. basically, um, obviously, I know so it makes you very tired and and do you get things like brain fog? Like what are your, what were the main symptoms that you were really dealing with? So exhaustion? Yeah, exhaustion and, um, and low energy and uh, itchy skin and losing weight in my case. Most, most women gain weight a lot. Um, well, all kind of symptoms. Everyone has different symptoms and everyone has a different story, actually. Yeah, okay. And it's considered to be incurable, isn't it? So that's yes, the interesting is. part about what you're yes. doing. <laughs> so, and you were, um, so before you got um, Hashimoto's disease, you were a journalist, you were a successful writer for television, and uh, what, other, what other things were you writing for? And also magazines and newspapers. And I also had published a book and a set of encouraging cards and things like that. So I was very much into writing and I also did coaching and a lot of things. Okay, so you were quite into the kind of alternative scene, yes. as it were. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and so what, did you used to, because um, obviously you found me through the meditation channel, did, were you always a meditator? Or was that something that happened to you latterly with, um, with trying to heal yourself? I was always interested, you know, in things like yoga and stillness and meditation, but I wasn't very committed, I would say, you know, I, was, um, I tended to be in nature a lot and find peace there, but um, I, 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 really, I didn't really sit down and meditate. Like yeah, okay. <laughs> and obviously you got um, Hashimoto's disease and that changed your life drastically. <laughs> yes, it did. And I started to sit down actually by doing my new art that I found, you know, I, I, 
I sat down at my table every morning and I made uh, pictures of dried leaves, you know, exploring the magic and beauty of every leaf. And I sank into these leaves and, and made pictures that inspired me a lot. And it connected me to nature in a way. And I sat still for a while. And this was my kind of meditation, actually. Yeah, that's a beautiful meditation because basically what you're doing, which is the whole point of meditation anyway, is you're coming into presence with yourself and in relationship to nature which is actually a really beautiful thing because i think yeah. so many people we've lost this intrinsic understanding that we are part of mother earth Have, i mean we've lost it haven't we so yeah. it's a really beautiful thing so did that did that help you with your illness like how did that help what, what happened yeah it helped me to to become calm you know and to just to concentrate on something else as well, you know, concentrate on beauty instead of my illness and symptoms. So uh, that was a great time. And then uh, a friend told me about Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yes. And, uh, and I started to read a book, uh, You Are the Placebo. Yeah. And there is a, sto a healing story of a woman who had Hashimoto's and she healed with Dr. Joe Dispenza's meditations. Oh, wonderful. I've got goosebumps as you're yeah. telling <laughs> And I copied, I copied this story and I uh, pinned it onto my wall in the bedroom and I looked at it every morning, every evening, and I knew uh, this disease can be healed. This was the proof, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's amazing. And was that the point? Had you decided up until that point that you were going to heal yourself or had you not committed to it? Or how did that, did it really kind of inspire you to absolutely? Yeah. Yeah, it, I, I mean, this was the first time that I thought, wow, this could be healed. I never thought it would be possible because, you know, you go to every doctor and they give you a pill and tell you, take that till the end of your life and that's it. We can't do more for you, you know, and that's, that's it. And that's so massively disempowering. I mean, I know that it's, it's the entire system really that needs healing, but it's, it's like we've been conditioned to hand away our health and our sovereignty to someone else. And if they say to you, it's terminal, tough, you go, oh, all right, then I'll just live with it as best I can. So, yeah, I can see how that story must have been really a huge thing for you to see. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, because it was really the first time that I thought, oh, it can be cured. And how much power do we have? And, you know, collecting all those healing stories is is uh, a lot of stories about powerful women, women um, t uh, getting back their power and their voice, you know. Yeah, so I'll just pause you there to explain to the listeners. So basically from, from there, you decided to write your own book full yeah. of healing stories of, of people who'd healed themselves from Hashimoto's disease. So... Well, no, that came a bit later, actually, um, because the, uh, the decision to write this book was very, you know, born of a moment, you know, and it started with the coronavirus, actually. Oh, did it? Okay. That's yeah. What happened? Yeah. Why? Because, because I was so fed up with hearing all the time about finding a vaccination or vac vaccine. What do you vaccine, say? Vaccine, yes. Vaccine and a medication. And no one ever talking about to strengthen your immune system and the power of your body and the power of your mind and the power of nature. Yeah, it is, so, it is very frustrating. I think I haven't seen one news or governmental thing. And I'm saying that as somebody who doesn't watch TV, but basically, you know, 
as I'm talking to people and connecting with other people, literally we have not been told to boost our own immune systems. I mean, how, how insane is that? That's just insanity, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And that was the moment when I decided to write a book. It was really a moment. I said, oh, it's enough. It's just enough. I have to do something. And what can I do? I can write. I have this disease. I want to encourage people. And so there it was. Wow, that's, that's really inspiring. So basically you took what was, you know, I guess a real negative or a couple of negatives, the fact that you already had Hashimoto's and that the whole world was under this kind of delusion, I would call it, that we cannot heal ourselves, that we're not sovereign beings. Yeah. And then you've stepped up and you've decided to make a change. I just, I find, I just think that's so incredible and so inspiring because if each of us can step up and do these types of things, we get, we'll change the whole world. That's amazing. So basically, um, so you started to find and contact people and yeah. you're, so you're now in the middle of writing this book. Where are, where are you with it? Yeah, I started end of May, actually, which is just five or six weeks ago. I made my first interview and I already have uh, 10 interviews, 10 stories. It was very easy to find the women, you know, I was in different groups and I thought, oh, I don't know if they want to give me interviews. You know, it's a difficult thing because you, you actually, you can't say you are healed in public because the doctors were saying, oh, that's not possible. You're yeah. inviting that, you know, and things like that. So I thought, I'm not sure if anyone will give me an interview, but I just try, you know. And in a very short time, I had 10 interviews. Um, wow, and were they all women? You said, yes. Yeah, they were all women. And how, um, and in what different ways did they heal themselves? Yeah, that's an interesting question because uh, in the end, I would say, it's a very individual path. You know, you can't say this is uh, the same for everyone and this and this. It's all very different because the way you get the disease is very different, you know. So the way out has to be very different as well, you know, because it can be a trauma, it can be wrong nutrition, uh, it can be a lot of stress, whatever brings your thyroid out of balance, you know. And you have to find out the reason for it so you can change that. You're talking to somebody as well who had thyroid cancer, obviously. I know. <laughs> I know all about this kind of story. And um, so did you, so, so people were, he, they, they were healing themselves in a variety of ways. What different ways were they? Did, were people using meditation or, he, you know, alternative healing and nutrition and things like that? It was a lot of changing beliefs, you know. Changing in beliefs, okay, of course. It and is. releasing trauma, changing your nutrition, balancing your whole life. But it can also be, you know, um, separating from your partner. Yeah. Or, or leaving your job. Whatever stresses you too much. And yeah. that's very individual. So did you really see a correlation here? Because obviously this is what I teach as well, you know. Um, all illness is a manifestation of what you think and feel. And so these women were coming, I guess, into a deeper awareness of what they were thinking and feeling and then bringing all of that into balance, no matter what it was. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's coming into your own power, finding out who you are, finding out what you need to heal. Yeah. And that's becoming yourself. to be individual, isn't it? Because we're all completely yeah. unique. Yes. Yes. Do you, do you think... Um, so do you think at some point, because this is what I imagine, it's like at some point 
within your being, and I would say this for any disease, within your being, but probably specifically for something which you're told is incurable, within your being, you make this decision that no matter what, you will get well. You can, you can, you have to make this really strong decision. Yeah. You know, and um, really go on that path without, how should I say that, without leaving it. Yeah, that's what diving, I mean. Diving deep into everything, you know, and can be a very dark place where you have to go, you know, with emotional traumas or whatever, you know. But you have to stay there. It's just worth it. You know, it is. It's, and, like, it's like it's like standing up for yourself, no matter what. Like, or as Joe Dispenza would say, no matter what's happening in your exterior world, your interior world stays in as being healed until the exterior yeah. world reflects that as well. Yeah, and and for my own story, I'm not quite healed. I'm not completely healed. I would say I don't take medication. I feel okay. Uh, don't feel exhausted anymore. But there are some symptoms left. But I feel that I will be healed when the book is finished because I love to write that book and I feel I have to do it. And I think it's important to follow your inner calling, you know, and that's part of my healing path. Absolutely. Well, that's going to be part of your healing process. And I was, yeah. that was my next question to you is how far along are you on your healing? And I think <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you say, I will be healed when the book is finished, then you will be healed when the book is finished. Yes. That's it. It's really, it's really inspiring to hear you. Um, and did you like, um, if you're happy to talk about it, what did you discover about why you'd manifested this disease? Was it so that you could find your life's purpose? Was that the reason, you know, why did it manifest for you? I, I think I, um, how should I say that? I, I left myself too often. Uh, made compromises, didn't live my life, and you know, I thought, oh, that's good enough, um, like that. And and now I think it's, I don't want to le lead a life that is good enough. I want to lead a great life, you know, and uh, I, don't, um, I don't want to have lemons and make lemonade out of it. I don't want to bite into a sour lemon, I just want to receive the lemonade, you know. <laughs> yes. Well, why don't you just grow, have an orchard? <laughs> no, I think, I think this is, and I think this is something that happens um, to people as they step, well, obviously I see it more in meditation, but I think it's, it can be with, to anyone who begins to step into the truth of who they are, you know, as you really go within and you begin to look at all aspects of yourself, you, and you begin to empty out what you don't want, call in what you do want and all of that kind of stuff, it's like, and this is certainly what happened to me, it's like the whole world opens for you and you suddenly realize that anything is possible. You deserve whatever you believe and you can make, you know, it's like, for me, it's like the whole world's opened up now. And if I just, like now, I think I'll just do some interviews um, with some inspiring women. So I just do it. And then I put them up somewhere and it's like loads of people are stepping into that. And I'm seeing that specifically actually with COVID. COVID is causing people to step into their truth and to go enough of the old way. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve anyone. And I'm going to do something different. And I think, and this is why I find your, found your story so inspiring when you wrote to me 
with your email um, and for listeners, um, Krista wrote to me because she was looking for other people and she thought I would know people who'd, who'd healed themselves from Hashimoto disease. But, but in your email, there was so much passion in it. It was like, I'm doing this and I want to get the stories and I want to get the information out there. And I think we are in a co-creative process now where we're creating a world that we've never, it's unknown for us. This is what moving into the fifth dimension is. And all I know about that process at this point is it requires total sovereignty, which is self-empowerment and unity consciousness and love. And you are embodying all of those things, which is why I found your story really inspiring. You know, come on world, everybody can do something like this and it would affect such change in a co-creative way, you know. Oh, thank you. That's nice. <laughs> how, did the, and, how did the women feel as you approached them? Were they excited to get their stories out there? Yes, actually. I, I, I didn't have to convince anybody. I said, yes, it has to go out. You know, everyone has to know. Yes, I'm contributing my story, you know. And I think it's much about the power of women and the voice of women, you know. And I think uh, that the voice of women was suppressed has been suppressed, was suppressed for for too long, you know. Yeah. And that's why the Earth, the world is in a state like that. You know? Absolutely, we've come out of balance, haven't we, with the patriarchy. Right, the and that's why the voice of the women is needed to heal the Earth. It's not about healing ourselves only, it's about healing the Earth, you know. Absolutely, and of course, look where your thyroid is, it's in your throat. And for me, all of my healing, all of my healing was about me finding my voice. And yes. Obviously, you know, I started my channel and actually stepped into my purpose only recently. Yeah. But, you know, the healing that occurred for me with my thyroid, um, and I was very ill. Um, it, it was all about saying who I am out loud. You know, that was all I had to do. And I started to become healthy. And it's really interesting, isn't it? Because patriarchy has been so unbelievably traumatic for men. I don't consider patriarchy as a man thing. It's just a system that has traumatized the, the sacred masculine and the divine feminine. So what's happening I see now is that the feminine is rising to bring this into balance in a way that's kind to the masculine and the feminine. We don't want the feminine to go to tip so that that's now the leader. Yeah. We don't want leader. We need balance, which is what unity is, is when you have the masculine and the feminine you know, combined. And I think what I've seen with a lot of women is they have to, they have felt that they've had to embody this patriarchal masculine energy just to survive. And actually that doesn't even um, express their sacred masculine either. It's just been a kind of mess. And so the divine feminine is all about, which is what you're talking about, this softness and this nourishment and choosing self-care and in that caring for for the planet and for everything and everyone so have you seen that as well yes absolutely it's a lot about self-care self-love finding yourself as a woman and being tender and powerful at the same time of course um, and i think men men need that as well it's like men yeah. need their divine feminine and we need our sacred masculine and yeah. i think this softness has been a big lesson for me as well personally because 
I think I felt very unsafe as a child. And so learning to be soft, to be vulnerable, all of this feminine stuff, and men find it very hard to be vulnerable. I think men are having a harder time actually yeah. at the moment than women are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's this, this, this need to bring nourishment into the self. And all of the people that I work with who are healing diseases, they've, they haven't nurtured themselves. It's like the over, it's, that's the theme. <laughs> yeah. The theme of all disease, isn't it? It's like not loving yourself enough. Right. Yeah. And I also appreciate uh, you being around, you know, uh, because uh, I appreciate Dr. Cho Dispenza a lot, of course, but uh, there is a certain aspect lacking, you know, that's the female aspect. And I'm really glad you bring that in, of course, with your own meditations as well, but also with the dispenser versions in a female way, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's bringing balance too. Yeah, it is bringing balance. And I, I actually really enjoy um, Joe Dispenza's meditations. And I think because I'm, I'm doing my own meditation, so I've got that half. And then I quite often listen to Joe Dispenza meditations. Um, but I think it's just, I do a lot of work where I incorporate the energy of both within, because I feel like unity consciousness, the Christed consciousness, which is what the fifth dimension is, is about merging both of them in like a sacred sexual union, but not sexual in the way that we've understood it, sexual in, as a holy merge, if you sort of mean within us as this incredible vessel. So yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And tell, tell us a little bit about what, so you're obviously, you sound like you're about three quarters of the way down your healing road and you're about, how long is the book going to take you? Do you think? End of the year, maybe. Yeah, it will be quick. Can't wait to read it when it's out. And, what's <laughs> and, it, will be, and it will be translated into English, I'm sure, because yeah, I had that picture um, or this knowing, this vision from the beginning, you know, it was really funny. I said, this is going to be a bestseller and it will be translated into English. And funny enough, I give the first interview to you in English. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think the thing is, is, well, my next question was, what is your you know, what meditations do you do? What manner, you know, are you manifesting this? Do you spend time each day where well, you are? It's thought, word and deed, isn't it, for manifesting? So you're visualizing this coming into being, being a bestseller in English <laughs> and in your language. And is that part of your daily practice? Just so our listeners know, do you, do you do a lot of manifesting? Or, and obviously you do um, art meditations. What else do you do? Uh, well, I do a lot of blessing of the energy centers yeah. for the body. I think that's a good thing for everyone who needs healing. And I manifest in another way, you know, I'm a writer and I write diary every morning and I write um, two kinds of diaries, the ones that are normal in a way. Yeah. And, the, and then I change the color of my pen, you know, and I write in red. And this, I write it down as if this future had already happened. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. And, and I think, well, oh, yeah, words are powerful, yeah. like it's code, and we are made of yeah. code. Yeah, and I, 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 I just write, oh, I'm grateful that my book is what has been, was published in English now, and, and that so many people bought the book, and I just imagine it already happened, you know, and I write it down as I'm a writer, that's the best thing for me. Yeah, that's amazing, and I think that's also indicative of how we, we as unique individuals can manifest 
using our talents. So if you're an amazing singer, you know, sing your manifestations. You know, if you're great with your imagination, you know, envision them. If you're a writer, write it down. There's so many ways that we can manifest because everything is just encoded information. Have you tried manifesting with Blessing of the Energy Centers? No, actually not. Ah, you could try that. Okay. So, um, have you done, I mean, because I've done all of Joe Dispenza's, you know, he's got seven I know. Blessing yeah. of the Energy Centers. And there's one or two of them where he uses symbols and he places the symbols in the energy centers. Yeah. So you could have a symbol, um, you know, for having your book as a number one bestseller or a symbol for having all the right people come and help you or whatever. And you can place that symbol in all of your energy centers. Okay. Oh, I haven't done that. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Have, you done, have you done his, have you just done Blessing of the Energy Centers one or have you tried the other ones? I think I just have done one and yeah. then I did yours actually. <laughs> yeah. They're really good. They're really yeah. good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I actually had an amazing experience the other night. I was doing, I think, Blessing the Energy Centers six. He's got seven of them. And I turned into a wave. Like my whole body was a wave. Wow. It felt incredible. I can't really explain it. It was like I was on a sea and my whole body was a wave. And then when I came back, I thought, oh, I was seeing who I actually am because we're waves and particles, aren't we? Um, so, yeah, it was really interesting experience. Wow. <laughs> so I'm recommending more jokes, friends and matters over. Okay, great. And, um, yeah, so, so also for the listeners, you're still looking for more stories, aren't you? So what I would say to the listeners is um, if you've healed yourself from Hashimoto's disease, please do be in touch. And Krista, um, you can either contact Krista or myself. I'll put the details in the description box and um, it'd be really great to hear from you. And yeah, that's been really interesting. Have you got any other, anything else you'd like to sort of say before we... We finished speaking. Well, I'm very happy to have had the opportunity to talk here. It was great, really. I, I think I've said everything, actually, and uh, I ran out of my English now. <laughs> well, done very well. And I have to say, because the listeners can't see, you look extraordinarily happy and healthy and glowing. Uh, so as you know, everything can be healed. And, and that's, a, that's a really exciting, empowering prospect, isn't it? So... Yeah. Really looking forward to reading your book when it's finished. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.